0: So, Bacon Squat... I can't even say it. Do you know what? Someone commented... It's because we're, we're vegetarian. Yeah, bacon. Somebody actually made a comment on the story, like, going, yeah, but it's got bacon in its name, it's brilliant. <laughs> I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor and
1: I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk.
0: Weird Norfolk. On this episode, we'll be making a visit to Baconsthorpe Castle. So at Baconsthorpe Castle, it's said that the ruins are haunted by a sentry ghost who stands guard high on the walls people who have visited the ruins have said they've seen a shadowy apparition as they've been exploring the ruins and that they sometimes hear whispering voices when they're the only people on site. most common story that people tell is why they're near the lake they notice the surface being broken by pebbles and that kind of sound of pebbles dropping into water so they turn round to try and figure out who's throwing the stones and as they look up towards um, the top of the wall they see um, a sentry standing there throwing in the pebbles
1: um apparently it was plum stones that he's throwing into the lake from eating plums, one would oh, imagine. There I thought you, go. you meant
0: that that was like a type of stone.
1: No, no, it's a stone from a plum. Okay. He would eat the plums, which he presumably shouldn't have been doing on duty, and would shuck them into the moat, which part of which is still there and full of really rapacious ducks, because I used to take my kids there to feed the ducks, and they they, they would come quite close. It is it's a strange place because whereas other ruins are quite it is atmospheric but because it's so large and so ranging it feels far less foreboding i think it's more it's more kind of historical than 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 foreboding but online this was one of our most successful stories and we had a lot of people who went who took the pilgrimage and went out there, and and some of them did report kind of feeling a bit odd, but then we had just whipped them up into a frenzy of oddness by telling them that there was a sentry who'd been lobbing stones at them.
0: It's called Baconsort Castle, but actually the technical term for it is a fortified manor house. Um, There's no record of it being used in a kind of defensive way. There was no sieges or anything like that um it was built by the hayden family um and the guy who built it i get the impression he was not well liked by his peers um during the war of the roses he kept kind of switching sides depending on what he wanted so it was all for him himself and i actually found out this is really awful actually he um was unsure of the paternity of his second child so he threatened to cut off his wife's nose and kill the child which really gives you yeah which she wrote this in a letter um to a member of her family and it really kind of gives the impression of the sort of guy that he was like he just sounded really awful he was he was really really rich um people didn't like him so he built this kind of really fortified house to to stay safe in he was just awful. Um, but at, over time, the kind of the Haydens' fortunes kind of were lost. I think because they, a lot of them were born into like a rich family. They, I guess, they were just used to having money, so maybe didn't spend it as wisely as they should.
1: Um, and no, eventually... it was wool money, wasn't was it? it? Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. the wool trade that they built on. It's a really unusual property because it was only one family linked to it which in 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 terms of of these huge houses is really unusual but they yeah it fell into disrepair it's owned by English Heritage now isn't it it so you can easily go again it's one of those places that you'd have to know I was about to say that you'd have to know but there are huge brown heritage signs that (laughs) link you to it so not particularly (laughs) secret but it is the kind of place that you pass by if you live in Norfolk and never bother to go to, it is an incredible ruin with a moat and, well, part of a moat still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of this skeletal remain in the middle of meadows, isn't it? It's mm, a it's really, really beautiful lovely, place. Actually, yeah. We obviously being with sisters we have a, a series of things across the county that we fall in love with and one of them is the mummified hand of sir john hayden oh, which it is, is the best thing ever which is at norwich castle it used to be at canterbury where brilliantly it was kept in a cigar box Yeah, I read that. random um and it's the yeah the mummified hand as suggested of um the relative of the nasty yeah, sir john, not the hayden. john hayden it's the original john hayden it's a shame in a way if yeah, he was a pig wanted who wanted to cut hand, people's hand. noses off but this is his relative about 200 years later yeah. Or 150 um, years later who had a duel with um who did he have the duel with sir christopher i've got
0: that here somewhere um so he oh, lost so his hand in six he lost his hand in the 16 Hundreds. So, um, and it was, it was in an argument over land, I think, as most of these things are.
1: Yeah, it was with Sir Robert Mansfield, and there was a deal which is close by to Baconsthorpe, it's on the Holt Road, isn't it, which we've also written about Mm. for Weird Norfolk. And, um, the the hand was literally sliced off, Mm. it's incredibly clean, so that sword... was so sharp. My husband would be overjoyed to know whoever sharpened their knives, because, uh... This Is a continual issue for him as a chef, but um, it's it's kind of a diagonal cut, isn't it? And mm. it's a really clear and it's this hideous, shrunken, kind of brown, clawed. clawed hand with leathery, it's amazing. Both of us would love it, wouldn't we? Yeah, but have it's to not have it on, a, on the, the end, it would have to be on a timeshare, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You could have it half the time, I'd have it the other half the time. It's got these and it's got Both horrible nails them. that have clearly, hopefully, kept growing after death because otherwise, he. He was he was a man who didn't well, I, don't
0: th- I don't think they actually grow i think it's because your skin shrinks
1: oh. it makes
0: them look longer oh. is that right oh, i think that's really what happens sorry
1: it is it's a beautiful place it's a, it's quite nice to have a non-malevolent ghost to be honest who mm. doesn't appear to have a story to impart to us yeah. all Quite often in these cases, the ghost comes because of some, you know, perceived danger or, or warning, and this one just appears to be bored, so it's kind of the bored ghost of Baconsthorpe, lo- <laughs> lobbing <laughs> stones into a uh, into a moat, which is, it's nice that it, he hasn't got a message to give, isn't it, from yeah. beyond the grave, And um, and he's not worrying anybody particularly, is he?
0: No. I did actually, I actually came across this story while I was searching for something else relating to Thorp, which I didn't end up following up on because I couldn't find anything else about it but I have this really good book which I've actually got with me because I love it so much it's called Gothic Norfolk um, by Jennifer Westwood it was published in 1989 and it's basically just like little tiny snippets of of stories and you know about different places and Baconsthorpe she doesn't mention the ghosts at all she mentions a tunnel that goes from a turret and under the moat. I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. I'll have a look. There's like nothing, absolutely no other record that I can find. Obviously, someone will now prove me wrong and go, well, actually, mm-hmm. I think you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, that'd be great. Um, and, and I mean, with these stories, often I'll just have a tiny snippet of something and then I try and find more about it. So, when looking for the tunnel, I actually found a ghost, which worked quite well.
1: Isn't that always the way? you look for a tunnel you find a ghost
0: thanks for listening to this week's weird norfolk episode you can find us every week in the eastern daily press on page 13 of the weekend supplement you can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk and if you're feeling social you can follow us on twitter and instagram at weird norfolk
1: The Weird Norfolk Podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press.